0: Hey guys, how are you? This is Ravi Goldwasser, job hunting expert. Happy Monday. Welcome to Find a Job Like a Pro, where my mission and my goal is to really empower and educate each and every one of you to find a job like a pro and really learn from my insights, my expertise, and product knowledge of working with tough employers and hiring managers as a six-figure recruiter. Uh, since 2000 and I'm really now, my my mission and my drive is to transfer and parlay that knowledge to you so you can understand what employers and hiring managers want when they look to hire people for their team and and hopefully help you navigate that um, job hunting minefield and get the job that you want and and get the money that you deserve. So speaking of money, um, I am making this podcast today about the job offer and it's kind of apropos May again is a big month for college grads graduating and it is probably one of the most robust periods of looking for a job. May is very very busy even though there's a lot kind of going on with Memorial Day weekend and Mother's Day graduation is like the big ticket item oh guys and also before I forget I am uh, really uh, vamping out my YouTube channel Revy Goldwasser YouTube channel so check it out please subscribe and listen to um, all the videos, and I've got a pretty cool announcement I'm going to make at the end of the podcast too. Um, anyway, so here's here's the situation, and, and kind of the reason why I'm doing this podcast today is also what happened to a great uh, one of my great um, candidates that I've been working with for a while. You know, you work so hard, right, guys? You're sending out resumes. You're interviewing. You're following up. You're looking for the jobs. You're doing the phone interviews. You're preparing. You're sending those thank you notes and follow-up notes. And you don't get the offer. And you're going again and, you know, starting from scratch. It's so much work, right? It's so much work. I think we've talked about this before. It's considered one of the five most difficult things to do in life. The most challenging things to overcome. What are the five things? Um, divorce. uh health, a sickness, death, um, um, moving, and the fifth one is jobs. like changing jobs, losing jobs, dealing with all of that career. It's stressful guys, because at the end of the day, you need to make money. You you need to make money. And even if maybe your dream is one day to be self-employed and to start your own business, you know, you can't start your own business when you don't have a, a, any $1 in the bank account, unless of course you've got support from family and good friends. It's a different story. But you know, I always tell people, if you are looking to start your own business, get a day job that's super, super easy for you, but can pay the most for little work and then spend the six to midnight, you know, six to 2 a.m., whatever it is you need to, 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 work on your business until it's generating revenue that you can quit your job. At. Sorry, I don't mean to get sidetracked. We're focusing now on the job offer. Sorry, that was just kind of a little pumping that in. Um, so here's the deal. You work so hard, you interview, you follow up, you send, send the second, you know, thank you notes, you do deal with case studies, background check applications, all that stuff, references and Bada bing. You got your job offer. So let's, you know, throw out a number. I'm just giving out a number. Let's say they offer you $50,000. Great. You save $50,000. They give you the job offer. Maybe, I don't know, 20% bonus, full benefits, all that good stuff. What do you do? What do you do? Well, first and foremost, of course, you're going to let the employer know you're so excited. You're so grateful that they've chosen you. Um, it's it's just a great fit. It's your number one choice. But here's the deal, guys. You have to counter. You, you don't accept a job on the spot. I mean, I once did have a couple of months ago, I had somebody who hadn't been working for a year who um, at the time was making like 95,000 and he was praying that he would get 80,000 because he'd been out of work for a year so he felt like he really lost his market competitiveness he actually ended up getting an offer for for 105 so 10,000 more than he was earning a year before and he hadn't worked so it just goes to show obviously an offer like that guys you do not counter because that's really robust and strong and impressive. I'm talking about most of you that are, you know, employed, that are working, that that are already earning an income, and now you get an offer. So let's again use that example of fifty thousand. So absolutely, unequivocally, without any question, you counter. Always, always, always counter. And here's why. First of all, you don't know if they've got a cushion behind them. And, and most of the time they do, not always. If you work with recruiters, recruiters kind of tend to know their clients. Like I know this one client that I work with, they don't like, I know their budget. It's like, highly, I think once in the 10 years that I've worked with them, they, they, you know, we, we were able to push their offer, but 99% of the time they don't budge. So, but other firms, I know negotiate other firms. I know for a fact, they kind of go in lower because they anticipate the person to come back and then they like to match it or meet halfway or do something. So firms, anticipate and expect you I mean guys come on you go to a uh, uh, when you're buying a car you try to negotiate sometimes when you know you 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 try to wheel and deal I'm not I don't want to demote a a professional opportunity in any way but this is your one time the one time that you're finally in control because here's the deal out of all the candidates that for met with they've chosen you and now they extend the offer so I'm telling you right now they kind of bite their fingernails I've had my clients call me and say, you know, what's taking him so long? Is he changing his mind? Does he have any other questions? Like, they kind of get a little bit nervous because all of a sudden, the the control has switched from them deciding to you deciding because now they made the decision that they want you. But the question is, do you want them? So, you know, most of the time you do, obviously, when you get the job offer, you know, you're always super excited and congratulations, it's great. Uh, but this is definitely your one time where you can really push, push, and counter. So, number one, don't be afraid. Many of you are afraid. They're like, oh my God. Like when I've worked with candidates, they're like, Revy, but they might get pissed or they might, you know, rescind or they might change their mind or maybe they'll go lower. Of course they're not going to do that, so don't even think that 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 can happen. Will they be a little irritated? Sometimes they are you know sometimes you're working with the recruiter of the firm, sometimes you're dealing with the head of h r sometimes you're dealing with the the big the you know the big guy in charge, so it kind of depends who you're dealing with and how many layers there are and yeah, they might be a little bit irritated or frustrated, but who cares? Let them, you know, be a little irritated and frustrated. It's just going to be for a few minutes or a couple of days, whatever it is. And for all you know, they might come back and give you more. They might come back and give you more. They might say, sure. They might meet you halfway or they might be like, you know what? I can't do this. What about this or what about that? You guys have no idea what can happen. And what I don't want you to happen is in six months from now, when you take the job, you're going to be like, you know, darn, why didn't I ask? It's kind of no, like just like this great candidate I work with, he he did counter, not by much, but they, wouldn't, they, they absolutely would not budge. And he, you know, he was, he was a little disappointed, but like I said, you tried, at least he knows he tried and they said, no. So he'll always know that he tried. It's not like he just took it and six months later he'll be like, God, why didn't I, why didn't I try? So it's, it's like with everything guys, you have to try because not trying the answer is still no. So at least trying, you have an upside that it can be yes, but it can still be no. And then you tried. So you, you kind of feel better about it. So always counter. Now, remember with countering, it's not just about money. Right? It's not just about money. Uh we've countered sometimes we were unable to deal with the comp, so sometimes we've caught con- we've countered with more vacation time or with a sign on bonus. Sometimes we've even really pushed out. I once had a situation that the start date was like almost two and a half months later. It was an international placement. This person was living abroad in Hong Kong actually, and we got her a role with my client in LA. Um, But because of the logistics and her contract and all that, it was like a two and a half month turnaround. They were not happy about it because again, firms like people to start right away, but we were able to negotiate that. And that was very important for her. That was actually even more valuable than money is to have enough time to leave the other firm, pack, get settled in the new city, buy a home and all that. Those, those things are important. And Um, you know, obviously it was a higher end position, not that much higher. It was, it was a VP level, but it wasn't senior VP or executive, but they still worked with us. And that's part of negotiation. You can, uh, as mentioned, vacation time, sometimes you can ask for tuition reimbursement, parking. um, What are the things, you know, um, title we talked about, those are all, oh, working from home, you know, I once had a candidate that we were able to negotiate after a 90-day transition, that once a week, uh, Friday, I think it was on a Friday, she'd work from home, which which makes sense, Friday tends to be a little bit quieter, and the traffic is always really bad in LA, because people kind of tend to leave LA on Friday, so that that was really terrific, so you can see, guys, that there's a lot of other ways of countering, just not with money, so Don't be afraid to ask and and really do think carefully what is important to you. Obviously, money talks, uh, there's no question about it, and I always encourage you to start with the money. But if that doesn't happen, if they've got other things, you can always try to to wiggle it out. Obviously, it's always easier working with a recruiter because you're like, Ick, You know, I don't want to deal with it. It's kind of that really uncomfortable feeling. Because again, we've talked about it. You guys look for a job maybe four, five, six times in your lifetime if you're a professional and you have a career and and, and a career track in mind. That c- kind of what happens once you're usually in your mid 30s you tend to kind of settle down and you, you tend to move when you're younger. So you're not doing this a lot, whereas recruiters, you know, this is what we do day in and day out. So it becomes more comfortable not to mention that we do have established relationships with our clients. So it's, a little, it's, it's obviously much easier for us to negotiate and come back with more money um, and also give you a, a real indication if it's doable or not. You know, we, we tell you, because at the end of the day, we're on the same side. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, Anytime you get a job offer, I don't care how much it is, counter. Okay? Don't be afraid to counter. You are worth it. All right, guys. So that's today's podcast about the job offer and countering. Again, Revy Goldwasser, job hunting expert. So here's the major big news if you listen to my podcast for the whole time. But I'll be talking about it each time anyway. I have made a very big decision to put my entire e-course on YouTube. And I want to talk about it probably more in a different podcast. But... um, You know, Drew. Although the course has only been out for a few weeks, I I just I think with all the emails and the comments and the messages I've been getting with everybody, I just felt that my strategy is going to shift. And even though I wasn't selling the course for a lot, I think it was like ninety nine dollars. I still feel like putting it on YouTube is just so much better because the audience is global, and there's nothing I love more. The knowing that I can reach every single person in the world on YouTube versus, you know, all this, you know, more restricted access that people may have. So I'm really excited about it. So we're in the process now of transitioning the whole uh, 60 video course to YouTube, not to mention I'm going to really be putting a lot of effort into that platform to put more tips and videos and and whatnot out there. And of course, still will continue my podcast, but just wanted to share that with you guys. Definitely check it out. Revy Goldwasser YouTube channel. Please subscribe. Please tell your friends. And I really am excited about the course. It's going to be fantastic. All right, guys, Revy Goldwasser, job hunting expert. Have a great week and remember you're worth it. Ciao.